chopped off heads, thick heads and blood. To me, riffs are fucking timeless. You've got generations of people going to see them. It's our best album so far. The fans have been asking for it. They've been asking for it for years. I would listen to it over and over and over again today. It's like music we play, man. You're either going to like it or not. There are satanic bands. Some of them really aren't. We're playing the craziest drunken debauchery show we've played probably ever. It is not a condition to be doing a podcast. You're listening to The Great Metal Debate Podcast. Hey, metal fans, it's The Great Metal Debate Podcast, episode 76, December 2022. I'm your host, Robert, a.k.a. Gomthog Metallicus, joined again for this episode by Xander. Today, we'll be bringing you our year-end episode, counting down the best metal albums of 2022. Now, Xander, I checked in with our friends over at the Metal Archives, and according to those guys, guess how many metal albums there were in 2022? Oh, uh, shoot, man. If I were to guess, I'd say maybe five to 600. Just full lengths over 8,000. Man, I don't know about you. I think I might be lucky to have listened to 150, maybe 200 of those. But if you look at it, man, that's like 2% of all the metal released this year. It looks like we barely even scratched the surface of that. Yeah, that's kind of the caveat that we'll start with. That Man, I, I think you and I, we've done our best to come up with a list of the best albums of the past 12 months. But, man, without question, there are likely many great ones that we're missing that we just didn't have time to discover. That's the way it always works. Like two or three months into the next year... We find out about all these other albums that completely went under our radar. With that being said, I do have some honorable mentions before I would like to get into my main list. Now, Gumpfab, what about your honorable mentions? Here are my honorable mentions for 2022. Second wave Norwegian black metalers Nordavell with Gravhole. Enduring significant lineup changes, Grave Shadow with their third album, The Uncertain Hour. Showcasing more crowd-pleasing melodic folk instrumentation, Seor with Origins. Swedish blackened thrashers, Witchery, returning with Nightshade. One of the few good Melodeth albums on my list this year, Spaniard's Bloodhunter with Knowledge Was the Price. Going back to the U.S., New England death metalers Artificial Brain, releasing an eponymous album following some lineup changes. Adding in a little symphonic flair, finished Power Metalers Battle Beast with Circus of Doom. Grecian Symphonic Death Metalers Neparia with Tesmata. Taking a break from Imperial Age, vocalist Kiara's solo effort Archangel. U.S. Black and Death Metal Stalwarts Goat Whore. Angels Hung from the Arches of Heaven. A band we saw together this year, Xander. Swedish Tech Deathers Surreption with Yord. Norwegian Black Metalers Abbott with Death Reaver. What I found surprisingly good, UK True Metalers Cloven Hoof with Time Assassin. Fulcrum with On Foaming Waves. Longstanding Melodic Metalers Amorphous with Halo. Norwegian Symphonic Death Doomers Abyssic with Brought Forth in Iniquity. Perhaps not their best output, but still a solid thrasher, creator with 
hate Uber Alas. And finally, one of my faves, and one that maybe should have been on my top 15, Unlucky Morpheus from Japan with Evolution. That's my list, Xander. What do you have as far as honorable mentions? For my first honorable mention, we have the band called Fetal Involvement with the album Mutilation Surgery. This is another one of those one-man death metal bands, like some brutal, grinding death metal. This one man is definitely your, up your alley. If you're more of a old-school death metal fan, then be sure to check out the following three albums. First, we have the band Acephalix with their album Theothanatology. And then we have the old-school death metal band Autopsy with their newest album, Morbidity Triumphant. And we also have a band called Graceless with their album called Chance from Purgatory. Another honorable mention of mine, a very hidden gem, Cemetery Lights with their album called Consumption. It's a mix of blackened death doom with some surprisingly thrashy guitar riffs. We also have a black metal band called Theotoxin with their newest album, Fragment Totem Roof. This isn't quite black and roll, but it is black metal with a voice and lyrics that you can understand. And then we have some really old school black metal releasing a brand new album, Lord Belial, with their album called Rapture. This band has taken a different direction musically over the years, but they still have managed to produce some killer black metal. And then we have another very underground release from a band called Void Throne, Metaphysical Degradation. Imagine a very industrial-sounding black metal band with primitive-sounding screeches and howling roars. It's loud, angry, and definitely a different kind of beast. Another underground band that I've been following since 2013, a brutal death metal band from Texas called Desecrate the Faith, with their newest album, Three. The best way to describe this band would be like a blasphemous version of the band Pathology. And a band that never disappoints, Can't Far, their newest album, Still Clover's Tuck. They have always been a unique band in the genre with their black and folk metal sound. New York death metalers Immolation has released a brand new album this year called Acts of God, and it is every bit as flawless as the rest of their entire discography. Belfagor, The Devils, is yet another solid release from this Austrian black and death metal band. Although I will say it is very different from the rest of the discography. They include several chants in their music this time around, which gives it that extra hellish sound. And now it's time for a little bit of controversy with the notoriously offensive black metal band, Grand Belial's Key. This long-awaited release, Koanic Charmers, is guaranteed to please longtime fans of the controversial group. For some brutal death metal out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, we have Cohanger Abortion with their new album, Plan C. If you want something angry and heavy, you got it. From Finland, we have a funeral doom metal band called Shape of Despair with their new album, Return to the Void. If you enjoy funeral doom metal like Ahab, then you will definitely enjoy this. And coming to us from Mother Russia, we have the atmospheric black metal band known as Grimma with their new album, Frostbitten a non-stop, gloomy experience from front to back. An album won't be released until Christmas Day. Drowning in Formaldehyde, with their newest album, Dead Blood is the Thickest. Drowning in Formaldehyde is the side project for Mark Rowell, the vocalist of Guttural Engorgement. And lastly, we have the band Kedenier, with their album, Gen Sitz Des Cosmos. Another two-person black metal band, 
if you are a fan of the classic black metal sound, then definitely give these guys a listen. All right, man, that takes us to our top 15 metal albums for the year. Xander, I'll let you start things off. 15. Abated Mass of Flesh, The Existence of Human Suffering. Forgive me if I seem a little biased for being really good friends with the majority of the band members, but I can assure you one thing. These guys are among the heaviest local acts here in the entire state of Tennessee. Their crushing style of brutal deathcore will stomp a mud hole in your ass. Everything from Matt's monstrous vocals to Amber's bass riffs, I have nothing but positive things to say about this very high-energy band. 14. Mother of Graves, Where Shadows Adorn. I first learned about these guys way back in 2020 during the height of the pandemic. Someone had sent me a download link for the EP, and I remember being completely blown away. It is rare for a death doom band to be good, but these guys definitely know how to do it right. Once I heard that this debut album was available, I immediately bought it on Bandcamp. Needless to say, it is absolutely incredible, and I highly recommend this one to any fan of underground metal. 13. Nithiful, The Creation of God. I am not someone who is usually obsessed with the subgenre known as slam death metal, but these guys are one of the very few exceptions. The star of this unholy show is definitely their vocalist, Derek Connolly, who doesn't even sound like a human being gurgling on a microphone. It legitimately sounds like a rabid demon who just might be a long-lost cousin to Dickie Allen. Imagine if the band Infant Annihilator had one long, continuous, guttural breakdown that never ended and lasted for an entire runtime for an album. If you had a really bad day at work and you want something extremely aggressive to listen to, this is the album to crank all the way up. You can only listen to this band on a loud volume. 12. The year 2022 is quite possibly the best year for black metal in decades, with a plethora of outstanding releases, including the next four albums on my list. First, we are going to start with Agathodemon, The Seven. This band has changed their sound over the years, but they remain good. Their style of melodic black metal is extremely catchy, and not one that you want to miss. 11. Vine, The Great Below. This one-man project out of Sweden managed to win my heart back in 2020 with his absolutely stellar debut, The Funeral Pyre. It was my number one favorite album of the year, and for good reason. Jacob has done it yet again, but has gained a lot of help and support from many guest vocalists on the majority of the new tracks, including Sebastian from Necrophobic as a guest guitarist. 15. In recent years, Poland has become a hotbed of folk metal, with acts such as Runica, Merkfolk, and Belisar dominating the European scene. Add in another name to the mix, Jerna, out of Krakow, with their debut full-length release, Seme. The album has everything the folk metalhead craves, heavy yet uplifting songs that utilize the flute, guitar, and hurdy-gurdy in devastating fashion. The twin vocalists more than complement each other and are used in fresh ways on each track. More than just a welcome introduction, this is a damn good album that puts the rest of the folk metal world on notice that Jerna are a force to be reckoned with. And, take note of this, Sander, this won't be the only Polish folk metal band that will enter my list. 14. Swedish progressive power metal Savants, Seventh Wonder returned this year with their first full-length release since Tiara. What can I say? This new album, The Testament, is yet another masterpiece. Clear vocals, sharp guitars, powerful rhythm section, and catchy melodic keyboard work all occupy their own space in the mix while working together seamlessly. And while I enjoy what Tommy Karavik does in Camelot, his vocal work seems so much more at home within Seventh Wonder. 
unleashed and a natural fit. Guitarist Yoan Leifenbottle dazzles once again with his perfectly crafted catchy licks. All the tracks are solid, but my faves are probably Warriors, Mindkiller, and I Carry the Blame. This is prog metal executed in masterful fashion. 13. Another debut on my list is the new album from Philadelphia Symphonic Power Metal Clan Empress with Fate Weaver. I'm always skeptical of U.S. symphonic metal acts. They can range from pretty bad to not much, if metal at all. But Empress is not your run-of-the-mill act. The band released an EP back in 2019 and a number of singles since, and you can hear the groundwork laid in those for where the band wanted to go, but they weren't quite there. Now they are. Fate Weaver is a killer collection of heavy symphonic tracks that pulverize the listener into submission. Singer Barbara Blackthorne and guitarist Vlad Coven lead the assault with spectacular singing and galloping power metal riffs, respectively. There are a number of influences that surface throughout the album, making for a varied and interesting original release, which hints at a great future for this act. A fantastic album and impressive debut from The Empress. 12. Inhuman Spirits is the latest offering from Swedish melodic hyperthrasher's Darkane, and the first since 2013's Sinister Supremacy. If you haven't listened to Darkane in a while, I urge you to cue them back up in your earbuds. On this new album, you'll be impressed by the continuation of their signature chugging, blast-beat-infused melodeth. Playing at a breakneck speed, but also including grooviness and even some technical aspects. The songs are all winners. A couple of tracks that particularly impressed were Embrace in Flames and Mansion of Torture. Another nice offering from the heart of Scandinavian metal. 11. A top death metal pick for me this year, and one that you made me aware of, Xander, was the debut full-length album from New York Upstart's Castrator with Defiled and Oblivion. While many newer death metal bands are trying to adhere to a certain trend or style, the main concern of Castrator seems to be writing good songs, and performing the hell out of them. Nothing here seems forced or fabricated. Vocalist Clarissa Bedini gives a solid performance, displaying an impressive array of screams and growls throughout the record. The songs are all heavy ragers. The technique and overall quality are consistent. Listening to this album, you can feel the talent is there, maybe not all the time, but sporadically shining through. It might take this band a few albums, but if they can become more focused on their songwriting, the sky is the limit. Cheers to Castrator for Defiled in Oblivion and hoping this release earns them recognition they deserve. Let's give a listen to a track from Defiled in Oblivion. Here's Castrator with Tormented by Atrocities. Yeah. 
Moving into my top 10 is Spirit of Ecstasy from another U.S. death metal band, Imperial Triumphant. Known for the gold-plated stave masking, which is quite the effect in the live environment, Imperial Triumphant are no gimmick, but deliver the goods on record with this newest release. This is a fever dream of moody, atmospheric sections torn through by neurotically spasming guitars. Excellent work by this band who seem to be right in their artistic prime. One of the strongest death metal records I've heard this year. If you like dark, dissonant, avant-garde stuff, do yourself a favor and listen to Spirit of Ecstasy right now. 9. I first encountered Persephone a few years back at Prog Power USA, having never heard them before. I was like, what the hell is this? But in a good way. Persephone's latest album, Metatonia is no different, a schizophrenic cycling from sublime through terrifying soundscapes, glorious than discordant vocals, all amid nonlinear song structures. And clocking in at just under an hour, there's plenty of music to ingest, yet they also give room for the sound to breathe with occasional instrumental repose from the Madness Grinder. There are so many great tracks, but I'll definitely highlight Aware of Being Watched, which features guest vocals from Angel Fire's Merith Solvet. The album concludes with its own mini-EP unto itself, a closing song, and a basis, which is divided into three majestic parts. Every instrument excels here, but it's the pure, raw emotion that makes the difference. Take your time to listen to Metatonia, and you'll be rewarded with a true musical experience. 8. I'll fully admit, when I received the album promo for Hellsot's latest release, Will and the Witch, and saw the cover art, I was somewhat dismayed. Like, what happened to the ancient, mythic themes I so enjoyed on their prior albums, Woven and Slaves and Gods? But after finally giving this a listen, damn it, these California meddlers know what the hell they're doing, creating a Melodeth Western classic. It took a while for me to come around to it, but Will and the Witch presents an intriguing musical mix and compelling storyline that I can't help but like a lot. Power, death, folk, so much goodness and so, so invitingly heavy. The galloping pace of the songs are unrelenting, the outstanding guitar melodies argumented by the tortured howls of vocalist Eric Dow. Don't make the same mistake I did. Anyone who is interested in death metal with folkish elements should give this album a listen and soon. 7. At 7 are U.S. technical brutal death metalers Origin with Chaosmos, their eighth studio album. Origin have been churning away for years in the U.S. metal circuit and become an established part of the scene and long-standing signee with Nuclear Blast Records. Still, their latest album is the first since 2017's Unparalleled Universe. I've been a longtime fan of Origin, especially the hilarious and genuinely nice frontman Jason Kaiser, and they were one of the bands that first introduced me to Tech Death and BDM. Cosmos remains faithful to their established sound, giving us bellowing growls, meaty, fast-paced guitar riffs, and pummeling drumming. Beyond the singles Nuclear Blast created videos for, be sure to check out deeper tracks like the thrash-influenced Decolonizer and the doomy Nostalgia for Oblivion. This is a band you've got to see live, but until you next have the chance to do so, make sure to be blaring Chaosmos for the world to hear. 6. The next release that makes my list is Abyss Rising from Grecian melodic death metal crew Night Rage. As a metal fan, I find one of the most difficult projects to find super heavy, dark music that still retains great melody. That perfectly describes Night Rage, and they do it on Abyss Rising with plenty of energy and conviction that blares through. This is highly recommended to fans of Melodeth and even Death Thrash. 
a fresh take on the subgenre. This has everything you want in a melodic death metal album, all done with exceptional talent and skill that isn't seen often. A devilishly sublime release, this album definitely belongs toward the top of the list for 2022. 10. For my number 10 spot, we have Black Braid has released a self-titled debut, simply titled One. Sometimes the best bands are only performed by either one person or two. In this case, we have another one-man project from a man named Skagasoa. This Native American-themed black metal masterpiece is described as indigenous black metal from the Andorotic Mountains. This is American black metal done correctly, with some Indian flutes played throughout some of the tracks. There are even two very beautiful-sounding instrumental tracks on the self-titled release. None. Obsidian Shrine, Bloodshed Under the Black Star. Another local black metal act that has managed to grab my attention back in 2019 with their debut, Enos de Mani Satanus. I personally have been waiting for this album ever since, and it was worth the wait, for sure. It's hard to compare this band with any other mainstream black metal band, but you can definitely hear the Marduk influences. This is another album that features Sebastian from Necrophobic as a guest guitar player. Eight. The Dark Prison Massacre, Triple Insanity. Let's take a break from talking about black metal for a while and shine some light on a slamming brutal death grind band from China. The Dark Prison Massacre, Triple Insanity. These guys are absolutely insane, and I am fully convinced that the vocalist is an alien from another planet. His vocal talent is simply not of this world, and sounds just like a kitchen sink garbage disposal. If you thought Will Ramos from Lorna Shore was great, you haven't heard this guy. 7. Log 2. Alright, back to black metal again, except these guys are no ordinary black metal band. Hailing from the Netherlands, this duo has brought something new to the table. In Erdy Gurdy, this folk instrument gives it that extra flair at just the right times, especially in their hit song, For Lossing. 6. Depressive Witches, with their album, Distant Kingdoms. Do you enjoy the black metal band Inquisition? Do you enjoy Dagon's croaking frog style of vocals? Then check out this black metal band called Depressive Witches. Their vocalist, Sick Bad, sounds like a cross between Dagon and Abbot from Immortal. The music itself, however, sounds like a blend of black and roll with some folk metal elements. The last song on this sophomore record is a full-blown folk metal song. The rest of the album butters you up with the clean singing choruses that sound heavily accented and rough, so it isn't such a shock to the ears. Here is one of their songs off Depressive Witches' album, Distant Kingdoms. The song is called Forgotten Icebergs.
Fine. Night. Voices of the Cronian Moon. The award for instrumental Iron Maiden worship with a catchy and distorted black metal voice goes to this band. It is the perfect blend of classic style heavy metal music but with raspy vocals. This band released a debut album back in 2020 that also made it to my list back then for best album of the year. It is the album that made me fall in love with this band. And damn it, this album is even better than that one. This band has vastly improved over the last two years with their lyrics, their vocals, and their music. Definitely check this album out. Four. Victorious, Dinosaur Warfare Part 2, The Great Ninja War. I have said it before and I will say it again. Power metal is like nachos. The cheesier, the better. These German power metal powerhouses take pride in being extremely over-the-top lyrically, all while having some of the most amazing music to go with it. If you enjoy very nerdy songs about robotic dinosaurs fighting ninjas, then this is the album that you do not want to pass up. Three. And now for one of my all-time favorite bands, Septic Flesh, Modern Primitive. These Greek gods of symphonic death metal have made their triumphant return after a five-year wait. They are masters of their craft when it comes to constructing some of the greatest songs in the entire genre. From the moment I heard the song Hero Fed, I knew that this was going to reach the apex of my list. Two. Abhor. Sex, sex, sex. Ceremonia Demonius Antichristi. Once again, I must clarify that this is the black metal band from Italy and not the black metal band from Ireland or Ecuador. I have always enjoyed this orchestral style of symphonic black metal, and I feel like Abhor have released their magnum opus. To me, this is their best album they have ever put out, and most of their previous records are very difficult to top. Please give this album a listen. You won't regret it. One. And now for my number one, The Halo Effect, Days of the Lost. Sometimes I can predict the future, as is the case with this stellar album. As soon as I heard the song, Feel What I Believe, I predicted that the full album would be my number one favorite by the end of the year. Turns out I was right. Every song on this record is immaculate from front to back. I have zero negative complaints or critiques about this completely untouchable masterpiece. That halo effect is a great one for sure, Xander. Here's my top five. Five. Lords of the Trident are a power metal band from Madison, Wisconsin, with three albums under their belt, the latest being The Offering. I'd heard their last release, Shatters from the Past, which had some outstanding tracks and was duly impressed. The new album, The Offering, is a full-fledged Dungeons & Dragons adventure, complete with maps, heroes, and villains. But beyond those trappings, this thing has some amazing metal tracks. Acolyte, Charlatan, and Dance of Control are all impressive and infectious tons of great guitar work and classic metal vocals. Interestingly, Lords of the Trident offer the offering for just $5, but only through their Patreon account, an innovative approach to music sales. Those guys also facilitate the annual Mad with Power Fest in Wisconsin, which, for my money, is one of the best metal festivals I've ever attended. But back to the music, any fan of traditional or power metal will find plenty to like here, and it comes highly recommended. The offering is an impressive, eclectic amalgam of power metal that comes together to create a soaring, epic album. Four. If you aren't listening to Polish metal, I suggest you reevaluate the priorities in your life. Over the past decade, Poland has become a hotbed of metal, with so many new, innovative bands, including Jerna, who we had with the number 15 album of the year. Sadly, many of the best didn't put out new music in 2022, 
but folk power metal act Kronika did with their sophomore release, Yukoni. Man oh man, a solid mixture of Slavic pagan and folk-infused metal. There are no Corpoclani-esque jigs or drunken pirate parodies here, just outstanding melodies featuring potent riffage with keys, violins, and pipes all inserted in ways that never cease to indulge your ears. The vocals are mostly clean, with singer Hannah Frankis providing an aggressive yet haunting voice that fits the music perfectly. This album satisfies from beginning to end with well-executed writing and strong musicianship, a solid slathering of Slavic majesty. Three. The War to End All Wars is the latest output from Swedish military metal lord Sabaton. It's not merely their penchant for the glory of war that distinguishes Sabaton, but a particular iconic sound that has evolved and they've developed to perfection. Stylistically, The War to End All Wars is similar to many of their past albums, with the same straightforward, polished, and well-rounded character of the songs, but it's not merely a regurgitation of old ideas. Christmas Truce may be one of the grandest songs ever written by the band, exceeding anything off Careless Rex, while Soldier of Heaven veers into Battle Beast territory with its synthy rhythms. Frontman Joachim Broden may not have the widest vocal range, but he suffuses every lyric with passion and artistry that emotionally engages the listener in the tale. From a purely artistic standpoint, this album stacks up well against anything else in the band's catalog. All hail the Swedish Pagans. Two. A late addition to my list and an album released in the waning days of December is Vinny Vinny Vinci from French Melodeth outfit Akiavel. I actually had my best albums list compiled before hearing this, but after doing so, had to make room for this release and right toward the top. When you listen to a KFL, you'll find similarities to bands like Cataclysm and Arch Enemy, but a KFL aren't anyone's clones and don't fit neatly into your genre of presuppositions. The songs are all brutally at each event's a restrained gothic edge to their execution. The guitars are compact and dry like a fine Bordeaux, offering colorful flavors as they swirl through your earbuds. Vocalist Ori has a cool aspect to her growling, often augmented with devilish whispered cleans. The whole album is great from beginning to end, but especially check out the singles Witchcraft and Purgatory, as well as deeper cut Raid of Lights. Vinny Vidi Visi is a stratocultured synthesis of melody, darkness, and fury. One. At number one, I have Italian symphonic power metal band Nocturna with Daughters of the Night. I reviewed this album back in January, and it hasn't strayed from the top of my 2022 list since. For those unfamiliar, Nocturna consists of two lead vocalists, Grace Darkling and Ren Stillnight, plus an unnamed guitarist, bassist, and drummer, all of whom will likely be recognizable to any familiar with Italy's power metal scene. I love nearly every track on this album, but Oppressed would highlight New Evil, Darkest Days, and The Trickster as particular standouts. All the songs are well-structured, big, and bombastic. But Darkling and Still Night are the features here, merging their voices in an amazing fashion. I can't praise enough the singer's execution of the reciprocal vocal duo approach, which is truly innovative and well above the quality of other pretenders. Daughters of the Night is a spectacular record, with solid production and good balance, well-crafted instrumentals and orchestration, but most importantly, music that sets up the singers to execute their stunning twin vocal attack. For my money, the best metal album of 2022. Thanks so much for listening into our final show of 2022. A reminder to check out all our links in the show notes so you can like, follow, or subscribe to the podcast. You'll find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube, and you can follow us on social media via Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just use the keywords Metal Debate to find us on whatever platform you're searching. 
Until our next podcast, sell your soul for metal and defend it till your dying day. <laughs>